Well, good morning, everyone. Jane A here from Your Weight Loss. Hello, Alicia. Hello, Jose. Hello. We are ending. I don't know why I'm still looking for a bobby pin when we just had the conversation that there is no bobby pin in my desk or in my drawers. It's not there. It's not there. Keep looking, uh, though. <laughs> there's always one. Does everyone agree with me? There's always one somewhere, literally, like at a grabbing distance. Uh, bobby pins are one of those things too, that I feel are just like disposable almost. Do you know what I mean? You're like, meh, not going to keep that. I mean, you keep it, but you don't like take care of it. You don't take care of it. Absolutely not. Jeff literally has like, I don't know, it triggers him. A bobby pin okay. on a table okay. or like on the floor trigger. Leaving my shit everywhere. He says, I'm like, it's a bobby pin. Like it doesn't take a lot of space, no. <laughs> and like your house stays, like you don't, like your shit is not everywhere. Absolutely not. I don't know. Like I tell him sometimes, I'm like, I, I, if ever I leave you or you leave me, you will be surprised at what's out there. You will regret it, sir. It, it does not get better. Like I'm like, I am sorry. I think you should just stay alone if this is how you're going to behave. <laughs> or I think you'll just end up alone, you know? So high, mate, it's such high standards. He would be like that, like, guy that's like really well dressed, has like a really nice apartment. You know what I mean? Like, you yes. know what I mean? I'm just like picturing his life. And like, there would be girls, but like, they would never end up staying because they would like brush their teeth too loud. I feel like you're talking about uh, Christian Gray right now. <laughs> I see it in his nice suits, his closet. Yeah, that's it. Um, poor buddy. Anyways. Um, okay. I wanted to ask you, so today's our last day. So as people are listening to this, it's our last day of eating Tim Hortons. We're just about a week before you guys, but as you're listening to this, we're having quite a, okay. I had this moment where I'm not going to miss it, but it's like become such a routine that I'm like, what am I going to eat once it's done? Like I'm going to have to go through the groceries and like plan something. It's very odd to me how I'm feeling about it going up to the last few days. I know what you mean. Do you? Um, okay. I know exactly what you mean. It's also like given almost like a blank slate. You know what I mean? It's almost like given an opportunity. Uh, what did you say? A white canvas. White canvas. I mean, same thing, everyone. It is the same thing. <laughs> Maybe that's uh, what it should be. <laughs> um, I have blank slate. So it's like an opportunity to do whatever. Whatever. I know. And you know what? That should be how we feel every day. Like you can do whatever today. You yeah. can change it up. But yeah. we get so stuck in a routine. Do you almost have to force yourself out of outside the routine right now? I'm like, am I still going to go get my belt at 10 a.m.? I really like it. Yeah, I do enjoy that too. It really sustains me for a long time. I really enjoy it. Like it's insane how I go and eat it. I always have to eat it quite a, a while before I do any type of exercise, like spin or whatever, like an hour before for sure minimum, because if not, it's like, it's a lot, you know? Um, anyways, yesterday I did two classes and like it, it stayed for three hours and two classes of spin, you know, like, yeah. And I felt, and I felt great. I was hungry once it was done. I was like, I'm going to go get another one. Um, and instead of getting another one, you know what I did? I just like created my own belt on an English muffin, saving like 100 calories. Oh my God. Not that it matters, but I'm like, I would rather have, then I ate two Timbits. No, I Ooh. didn't eat his plain Timbits. I had Timbits yesterday. Yeah. Sometimes I want something sweet or every to all, I yes. always want something sweet, but I don't want I a full donut. You know what I mean? I know. It's tough. What a, it's tough. It's tough. What a tough world. 
Okay. Um, so it's our last day. Um, I'm like planning all my lunches for the week. I think I'm, it's like insane. I'm like not planning to cook or eat. I'm like, oh, when this is what me with Jeff. So on Wednesday, uh, March 2nd, um, we could go eat sushi. What time does it open? Does it open at 9 a.m.? So I can go to my hair appointment oh <laughs> at my noon. God. Anyways, uh, it opens at 11.30. So, but I miss sushi because I've seen Jeff eat sushi every weekend since since we started. So I like want to eat a really good sushi. I don't even know what I want, but just something different. Uh, imagine like the taste in our mouth. Is it going to be explosive? Well, do you know what? they? Um, when how was that one chip? Tell me how that one chip was. Did it have a lot of flavor? You know what I mean? Did you really feel like that is the best chip I've ever had? Did you pick one with a lot of ketchup on it, please? I mean, I didn't like inspect them. And I was actually in the dark making the snack pots. Like I was in the kitchen in the dark. I don't know why I just didn't turn on the light. So I didn't see it just happened so fast. Um, do you know what though? I think it's for sure a, th a real thing. When you consume a lot of like processed, highly processed food, your taste buds change. And so uh, like things don't like health, nutrient dense food doesn't always taste really good right away. Oh, okay. Interesting. Uh, like if you think about it, as you eat a lot, a lot of nutrient dense food compared to like a lot of donuts, fruit starts to taste like so sweet. Right. Right. Because you were, you hadn't been, but when you're used to consuming all that refined sugar, it doesn't taste as sweet and delicious. So there's something there. There's a whole thing with okay. your taste buds. I wonder if we didn't do it long enough. Like I think... You know what I mean? Like, as in, like, it's not like it's been years of us eating processed foods and then you're like, oh, I have to get on this nutrient-dense foods. Like, I think our mind will be triggered of like, oh, this is good stuff, you know? Oh. Because, like, we remember what grapes taste like and what apples taste like and salad. And you know what I mean? Like, so I think we'll be like, all of a sudden, like, it'll bring it back. It'll be easier to get to that taste bud than someone that has been, you know, eating processed foods for years. Yeah. Um, and we've been eating just one specific thing. Do you know what I mean? It's been quite limited to what we're actually eating. I think right. the, the last weekend is going to be really hard for me. Well, at least we're spending it together. So that makes it worse. That's a trigger for me. Okay. See, for me, like I felt very um, happy this weekend before the food arrived. Honestly, um, I was like spending time with my brother and Brian and like we were chatting, laughing. Oh my God. So fun talking to them about everything. Right. Okay. Let's talk about that. Let's. So talking with two men about, you know, internet <laughs> drama. Um, and it's just so interesting. I'm pretty sure sitting with two women and having the same conversation would have gone completely different. Okay. Sitting with them and talking about how people were like either not understanding or confused or they're like, just how, how are you thinking this way? Just talking to especially not just two men, my brother and Brian, like that are very <laughs> like just their opinion. It was so funny. And they're like, well, of course, of course, the intern was gonna, that's how people are. And I'm like, it's so funny how if I would have talked to two women, they'd have been like, yeah, that's hard. Like, so sorry you're going through that. They did not give me that Nothing. at all. Like, not, not even one minute, not even a little bit. They're like, well, of course, people were going to be like that. And, you know, and I was like, but why is that okay? Like, I'm like, but still, they, why don't they understand, you know? Um, and then so we had good conversations as well about like, they're so matter of fact, 
like my brother's like, listen, he, my brother lost 25 pounds lately, like okay. probably like in the last two, three months. And he's like, so I wanted to lose weight. I didn't like create this like drama and this big change in my life. I was like, okay, you need to eat less now because clearly, you know what I mean? Like, he's like, I, you need to stop drinking as much and eating as much. He did not like go crazy at the gym. He did not because he doesn't like it. You know, he also was like so responsible with like his um, expectations. So he's not like, oh, I'm going to have abs in two minutes. I don't want abs. Like he says that out loud. He's like, I've had abs. I don't want the lifestyle with abs. Like he's like, I just like wanted my shirts to fit again. <laughs> and like, I wanted to be basically what he was saying, but not in those words was I want to feel comfortable in my skin again. Yeah. Um, and he had kind of like lost what that meant over the la maybe the last year or whatever. So he just like wanted that back. And for him, that looked like 25 pounds. Does he have more weight to lose to like be in a BMI or blah, 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 boo? He knows that he still has excess fat on his body. What does that even mean? He doesn't care. He's like, I just want to be comfortable in my skin. I just want my shirts to fit. He's like, basically my shirts fit right now. And I'm like, cool. Okay, I guess this is it. Like, I'm not going to continue in a deficit. And he used those words. He's like, calorie deficit. I just like knew that I needed to consume less. Like it. And then he's like, don't people all know that? I'm like, no, no, they do not. Like I have been in this industry for 10 years. They do not know that it's quote unquote, that simple. Does that make sense? Uh, absolutely. And you know what? I, I can just see too that your brother and men also tend to, there's not the drama. So like, mm. let's like, he was like, I want to lose 25 pounds. He wasn't like hiding it, embarrassed, shamed. He would have said it out loud. Do you know what I mean? Like, absolutely. And he didn't even say 25 pounds. I want to lose weight. And it ended up 25 pounds with like his lifestyle that he's willing to like do. Does that make sense? Yes. So a woman might have tried to hide that they lost, that they've gained, that they've gained weight or that they want to lose weight. Right. Um, and also felt like it was like attached to their worth. You know what I mean? But your brother's just like, nah, I just like want to feel comfortable in my shirts, like no drama. And also prioritizing his lifestyle and his happiness. You know what I mean? He's like, this is where I can be comfortable in my skin and drink and have sushi and enjoy my life. Yeah. And it was just, yeah, no, it was, it was such a fun conversation with them. And also like just him saying he didn't, he like knew that he, I don't, oh, this is what I wanted to say. Also high awareness. So my brother and I have high self-awareness. Don't you agree? I don't know where we got that, but like both of us are very aware of who we are, what we want to do, what we don't want to do. We say it out loud. Like my brother is like a male version of me. Um, and so in some ways, but like, you get what I mean? Like we we're very much who we are. And that I think is one of the driving factor of his success of losing, actually losing the weight in a no non-dramatic way is being so aware of what he's willing to do, what he's not willing to do. Um, so aware of like what he's actually trying to accomplish. It's just like, I want to feel better in my skin and I want to whatever and not really caring what other people think. You know what I mean? So, and he also like, I've seen him want to lose weight or comments here and there. Cause I'm more aware of like when people, I see people that aren't comfortable or let's say, I don't know, he would have made a fun of himself for gaining weight. Well, I connect to that, you know, like I see it more than maybe than the next person that doesn't see it. Um, and it took him a while. I, I like that he flirted with it before he attacked. Like it's been a while of him, like knowing he wants to lose weight, but like doesn't want to feel deprived. Like just like kind of flirting with the idea until he was like, okay, 
I'm done. I really want to feel better in my skin. And it doesn't have to look like six packs or whatever. He doesn't get fooled or um, blinded by the fitness industry, even as a man, because I think even more so as a man, well, no, not more so, but men could, it's literally, you're either overweight or you need to like be on steroids and pumping, you know, pumping at the gym and like abs and whatever. Like sometimes I feel like that's their, that's their perception of what their lives could be. Whereas hopefully we're helping women realize that there's that medium piece. Lo. Yeah. I think there's more um, people speaking about the medium when it comes to women than men. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, what, what changes did he make? Like, what did he do? Okay. Um, I think that like for little things like, um, I can, I saw, I recognize that he was less exaggerating in portions and like, let's say at my mom's, he would have not taken a lot of the, like a two, three plates. Like, you know what I mean? Um, I just saw his portions kind of diminish just l'exagération, the excess. Oh, can we talk about that? I want to talk about that. Is I that want the this topic of our podcast today, Jose. Oh, <laughs> no, it isn't. But we've been talking 13 minutes. It could be the one about the excess. Um, but how it the excess. Oh, wow. I don't like this um, saying most of the time. But in this particular uh, example, I want to use it. Is it like the poison is in the dose? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And so I think that. I almost wanted to do a TikTok and say, you can stop worrying about us by now. Like, you know, it's been 21 days and we're very fine and whatever. What you can start doing now is learning. So instead of worrying, let's turn into learning here. Because at first, I feel like people need to like tell how they're going to, they need to say it out loud. I worry. Oh, this is not good. This is going to trigger this, whatever. Stop worrying. Things, everyone's fine. Everyone survived. Now it's time to learn and to grow and to create self-awareness, which is what we want our documentary to be. Um, anyways, for me, the biggest part here is I think people aren't being aware of the excess they're consuming. And I think the reason why people were worrying about us is because they went straight to, they're going to feel so sick. They're going to, their blood, you know, blood pressure and whatever. And that is often really related to the excess. And yes, it's 28 days, but even within our 28 days, we're being so reasonable. Does that make sense with our situation? Now, doing this for a year is not reasonable. Does that make, you know, so that would be the excess of you went over and beyond. Even if we were continuing what we're doing, a year is just too long of a change in your life. But 28 days at the level we're doing is so reasonable. So reasonable. And even like, you know, all of our numbers are so reasonable for 28 days. Like even the doctors that are following us or whatever, they're like, you know, yes, maybe your sodium is high or your cholesterol MG is high, but this is just for 28 days. So we're, we're good, you know, but we could have been way more not as careful in 28 days. Oh, absolutely. We, we could have done what, what's his name did on Supersize Me and, exactly. gone and got a, a it, excess. Like we go excess. and- Honestly, for me, if anything, this has really taught me my connection to my hunger and to be even more in tune with it <clears throat> and thinking I needed more food, but I didn't. I needed to just like wait. So, you know what I mean? That piece of it, sometimes we don't wait long enough to know we want seconds, like your brother going for seconds or thirds. You know, he's probably not hungry. He just hasn't given his body time to actually feel hungry. 
Yeah. My brother also has a, like a crazy lifestyle of eating out. It's just like that lifestyle that you watch someone, you're like, they eat out a lot. Um, they go out a lot, they drink, they, you know, so there's definitely a lot of calories there in their lifestyle. But if you look at his fiance, who I was is say. a pure 10 fitness extravaganza of a thing, um, you know, how does she living that lifestyle? But I go there and I see the difference. I see her preparing her, you know, her cottage cheese. And she's more fitness though than, you know, like she's really, she measures her shit and she counts her shit and she, you know what I mean? That's her though. But like, that's why she, that's who she wants to be. That's been her life for forever. Um, and that's what she wants. All is good. But they live together, um, completely making different choices, but they coexist. She's like fitness, you guys. Like she like lives heavy. She has the 12 on 10 body. And then she lives with my brother. That's like, I don't want to go to the gym. Like he's like me though, you know, it's very funny. Um, and they coexist their life. She goes out, she goes out to supper, she yeah. has drinks and she's still maintaining that physique. It's actually qu quite something. Um, but you know, when I was there, uh, you know, Kevin brought out the barbecue chips and whatever, and she was eating her eggs and bagel that she had like weighed everything, the cream and whatever, like that was her thing. But then she still ate the sushi at supper. I didn't see the portion, but she felt really full after everyone felt really full. And I'm like, Oh, shut up. Like they're like, Oh my God, it's so much. Um, yeah. I was like, Oh, I would die for that feeling. right now. <laughs> I showed um, Neil the video of that sushi and I was like, look at this. Look yeah. at this beautiful display. Spread. Yeah, it was like, it was beautiful. Um, anyways, but it was just, it's very interesting to like talk to them and to see how, so he said that and he's like, we're maybe during the week they would cook more. Like he has access to someone that, you know, clearly maintains that physique, that health or whatever you want to call it. Um, but at the end of the day, you want to do what you want to do. And so it's just so important, you guys, that, you know, my brother just wants to do what he wants to do. You know, he doesn't care that his fiance is a 10 on 10 and that he's like, you know what? You, do you love me this way? This is what I want. Then he decided that he wasn't comfortable in his skin. He made that decision. So I just, that's a really good example right there of that. But yeah, so back to excess, I really think we should just talk about um, excessive whatever. And then we can go and talk about our other thing, the next one. Um, okay, the next thing I want to talk about is Tons of people don't recognize how they they really label eating out as I feel sick, I feel bad. And of course, everyone's different. Like, of course, if you eat something at McDonald's, you can be like, I really like I, you know, spend hours on the toilet or I really feel sick. All is good. But to think that like that's like the general public is just eat like eats at Tim Hortons and feels like shit is just not true. Like that's that's just not what it is. You know, we've labeled the act of eating out, whether it's Tim Hortons, McDonald's, or a nice restaurant, as bad as excess. And it's just the habits that we have created around that. And you're going to feel a lot different going to McDonald's and getting, I don't know, maybe you get a, a Big Mac and a water versus you get a Big Mac meal supersized with 10 nuggies and a, and a regular Coke. They are two very different feelings and experiences. I, yes, that was really well said. Like, I feel like we put McDonald's in one thing, but no, what are you ordering? And honestly, I think that when it comes to how shitty you feel, the, the poison is in the dose. Like, I truly believe that. Like, 
I mean, there are things that we're missing to eat, but I haven't felt like when I eat a big, big Mac, supersized fry, whatever, that's when I feel like, oof, like I don't feel my best. I don't have a lot of energy. People are saying like, how are you having all this energy while eating this shit? Like we have that comment. And I'm like, Monju, we are eating carbs, fat, and protein, just like everyone else. We're also not overeating. And I think, you know, when you like sleep all afternoon, there's a big, there is a piece of that that is the food you are consuming. I won't take that away. But a part of it as well that we're not talking about is the excess, the overeating, eating past hunger. I want to sleep all afternoon because I ate so much. And your body requires energy to digest food. So if you put such an excess amount of food in your body, your body is spending a significant amount of energy just trying to digest that. Also, people are like, how do you have all that energy? Because we are we don't have a lot of excess fat on our body. Yeah. And I just, I'm like, these are the things, you guys. Like, let's stop demonizing these one things when it's a lot of things, you know? Like, we asked uh, our doctor friend, like, what, you know, a do- a, you know, a donut a day. And he's, it's always about, well, it depends on all the other things as well. Like, there's not just this one thing. Um, I want to compare Alicia to Alicia. So 70 pounds plus, I was my normal regular. I have always been a person that eats a significant uh, percentage of my food comes from nutrient-dense food. That's just always how who I've been. My portions were like double, triple what I what they are now. But I, when I was carrying around 70 pounds, was exhausted. Because if you think about it, it's like me carrying around Piper with me all day, walking up the stairs, teaching. Imagine having my seven-year-old on my back. No wonder I was tired. Versus now, 70 less pounds, not eating very many. I'm not getting very many vitamins and minerals right now. It's just fact. The only thing is like my tomato. (laughs) And your lettuce, I was like, what just happened? I would have saved it for other sandwiches. Did you that was see a that? good deal of a deal, Alicia? Just 50 cents for all of that. Well, a dollar. Um, I, I think yes. it's because they um it wasn't even, I didn't even have to pay extra because it was a belt. Oh <gasps> wow, mon dieu. The the girl gave it to me and she said, only seven more days. So she like knows. Oh, that's really nice. I was like, that was the best Tim Hortons experience I've ever had. Yes, uh, she knew she's been watching clearly. So yeah, she, she knew was you young, were so she must have been following us on social media. Anyway, um, so I'm not have consuming a lot of nutrients right now. It just is what it is. But I'm also not carrying around 70 pounds through yeah. my daily life. Yeah. So they both have value, guys. We're not saying one or the other. It's not like lose weight no matter, even if it's with donuts. We're not saying um, eat only nutrient-dense food. It's like we need to find a way to coexist yeah. somewhere in the middle. And energy is energy. So calories is energy, okay? And so if you're under eating, you don't have a lot of energy, Right. I wouldn't have a lot of energy to do my spin if I was under eating and overeating takes up all your energy to digest that food. And you feel like shit. Often you just feel full. Like it doesn't like, you don't feel like all pepino after eating a big Mac and supersized fry. You feel like sitting down and doing nothing. So at the end of the day, it's you finding what makes you feel energized. What amount of calorie is that? Or what type of meal is that? You know, and what kind of food is that? And that's going to lead perfect to our next thing. 
Yeah. But before you do that, I want to just define under eating. So under eating is, is eating in a calorie deficit, but like in a large calorie deficit where you are like lacking energy. You could have a headache. You could, you know, your cycle could end like if you did it long term. So that's what under eating is. It's like not just eating in a calorie deficit. It's eating in a very large calorie deficit. And there's a feeling attached to under eating that you are, if you are not feeling it, you're ignoring it. Like it's there. Yeah, exactly. And it's the same for overeating. If you are not in tune with the fact that you are feeling stuffed and you don't have that moment with yourself that that's eating past hunger and that you just overate and it's not, you're not a bad person, but just like I ate more than what my body required in this moment. Um, having that conversation with yourself allows that awareness that I just overate and it's a feeling. It's not like I overate because this meal was 1300 calories. It's I overate because I feel it. And I think if we had more connections to how we feel when we eat, instead of having a number attached to it or a weight or whatever, just how the F do you feel? And instead of saying that's bad food, I don't know. Do you feel bad after? Like what's, what does that mean to you? Why is that happening? You know, um, we've had, and I think we should finish with this conversation because it's been a good one on the internet. We've had a lot of people reach out on for me, personal DM and even your weight loss is, People saying, but how do you, if you give yourself full permission, I always end up eating, you know, overeating. Tons of people are talking to us about that. What is your response to that when people say that to you? Like, I've had someone say to me, like, I eat, I see you eating one cookie. If I give myself permission to eat one cookie, I will eat 12. What do we have to say to that, to that person or these people that feel that way, that they would react that way? I mean, they have to work on the relationship with food and they're still looking at that food. They're probably labeling it as bad whether they realize it or not, they've probably had a time in the past where they restricted that specific food or a food that was also considered bad. So they have guilt and shame associated with consuming that type of food, which often spirals into consuming 12 more because you feel like you messed it up. They Because pro- when you have a hard rule that you can't eat that, the second you eat it, you feel like you've messed up. So you might as well eat 12 more. It's basically looking at food from a scarcity mindset. They don't yet believe probably calorie deficit in full. They still are demonizing specific food and they need to work on their permission. They need to work on finding a way to coexist with that food. And that, that, that takes time. And for, yes, absolutely. And someone said to me, that's, that's the person that's like, if I eat one, I'll eat 12. Someone said, if I give myself permission and I end up eat 12, I'm like, then you didn't really give yourself permission. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. your actions speak louder than your words. So just yeah. you saying, I gave myself permission, but I ended up eating 12. Nope. Something there was an underlying convincing piece. Something yep. happened and only you can figure out what is, di- and I said to someone, dig, dig why you would want to eat 12. And I said, what about two? What about three? Like, why is it one or 12? And also like, what's wrong with two? Like, it's like, it's if one's okay, but 12's not okay. What about two? What about three? Like, so there's like that, that whole piece of like, there's the, it's that extreme, extreme, um, And it's that balance, which is not a word, not one of my favorite words, but it's that like medium. I think you use it median, medium. Is it an N or an M? La median? Or are we saying medium? Jeez, oh, cry. 
I'm not sure You're, which. Maybe not thing. even what. Maybe not zero. None of the above yeah. is the answer. Okay, but I think we know we know what you're saying. Um, and um, well, you need to get in that brain of yours, guys. Yeah. If like you need to reflect on the moment where you kept eating, and you need to listen to yourself. Think what is your brain telling you? Is it telling you mine? Finish the bag so you don't have any tomorrow. Is your brain telling you mine as well eat ten because you already messed up? Is your brain telling you that you're never going to lose weight? You have no willpower. You need to get in that brain and you need to listen to yourself think, and then you need to challenge those thoughts with rational thinking and not the emotions that you're using, attaching badness to a donut. There's fear. Fear can make you undereat. Fear can make you overeat. The minute you let go of the fear of any type of food makes you, whatever the fear is, is the fear gaining weight? Is the fear the cookie or is the fear gaining weight? Why do you think it'll make you gain weight? All of it, guys, like you, there's so much digging you have to do of like, why is this happening to me? Why am I convincing myself that this is not okay? And so for me, it's that fear. That's why this documentary exists, you guys. It's like, let's try to help society not be fearful of food so that they can actually have a better relationship with food. And I think that would lead, will lead to happier, healthier, ultimately humans. That Check. was great. Check, check. Yes. All right, everyone. So, Wait. well, I mean, as you're, you need to be on social media today, tomorrow, the next few days. Um, if you're not watching our last 24 hours, I feel like that's, do we, do we spend it together? It's a Monday. So yes, we do. We actually spend the whole day together, morning and evening, because we're filming with Paul, with our families tonight. Um, so as you're listening to this, if it is February 28th, it is our last day. Oh my gosh. Um, okay, wait, we need to tell them about um, oh, right. yep. the meal plan masterclass. Woo! Okay, you guys. So we were like, we're spending so much time talking about not following someone else's meal plan. Let's teach them how to create their own meal plan. Absolutely. And I think that that's ultimately what we do at Your Way Weight Loss by creating self-awareness and then people go into their lives and figure it out. Um, we're excited to host this Thursday, Friday, this week, you guys. So 3rd and 4th, March 3rd and 4th, we are hosting a two-day webinar on how to create your own meal plan. So make sure, guys, that you sign up. We'll put the link in the show notes. Um, totally free, two days of JNA just talking at you how to create your own meal plan. We're going to talk about meal frequency. How often do you eat? When do you eat? Talk about meeting, eating at night. Let's talk about portions. Let's talk about hunger. Let's talk about the macronutrients and how you feel, carbs, protein, fat. Let's talk about satisfaction levels, happiness levels. Let's talk about your food values. Let's figure out what you value. Do you value inexpensive, nutrient-dense, minimally processed, convenient, homemade? What do you value? We are going to teach you in these two days how you can create your own meal plan. It's going to be amazing. We're going to create, we're going to help you create some awareness around what you prefer, what you don't. So we're going to, there, there must be homework, Alicia. There must be homework. Obviously, <laughs> there's going to be a document. This is like, I'm like so excited about this because this is like, it, it's not really mindset. But it's also yeah. not numbers either. Like, we don't think that we're going to give you, tell you how to calculate any calories. Oh, absolutely guys. not. Yeah. Um, but it's, you're going to leave with a, like a plan. Yes. A I like it. 
Oh, the, 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 the internet will love this. So tell your friends, send them the link so they can sign up. You sign up to make sure that you don't miss out on anything. We send the links once the lives are done. Uh, we're also going to send that um, homework to you via email. So you just want to make sure you sign up. Even if you're a member, um, make sure you sign up for this webinar, everyone. Okay. Have a fantastic Monday. We know we will. Have a great day. Bye, Leash. Bye.